Welcome to the Growing in Love for Life podcast, where it's all about saving and strengthening your marriage and creating the relationship you really deserve and want to have. And now, from growinginloveforlife.com, relationship and marriage coach and best-selling author, your host, Liam Naden. This is episode 55 of the Growing in Love for Life podcast. Hi everybody, it's Liam Naden here again. And in this episode of the podcast, I want to talk about something that I think has really has the power to really change and improve your marriage. And not only your marriage, but your life. And that is your habits. I don't think uh, most people realize just how important habits are in the way their life unfolds. And Tony Robbins, the American author and speaker, he has a, a quotation where he says, it's in your moments of decision that your destiny is shaped. And that's very true. It's the things that you decide to do, even deciding to listen to this podcast, for example. These are the things that are going to shape your destiny and your life. But there's another thing that I think has perhaps equal, if not more, impact on the quality of your life and where your life ends up, if you like, and that is the habits that you have the habits that you develop and maintain. And if you want to change your life, you not only have to make a decision, as Tony Robbins says, but you also have to change your habits. So today we're going to look at habits. And in particular, what is a habit? What are they really? Also, how important are habits? I've already mentioned I think they're really important, but why are they so important to your marriage and to your life? And when we've done that, Perhaps um, in more detail, we're going to look at what are some of, specifically, what are some of the most important habits that you need to have if you want to not only save your marriage, but strengthen your marriage. In other words, take your marriage from where it is now to where you want it to be. What are some of the very specific ones? And I'm going to give you some some very, very specific ones that I've learned from Uh, observing people in great relationships and people in not so great relationships and actually some of these uh, these habits and several others many others are things I talk about in great deal in my marriage saving programs my seven day stop your divorce and my 30 day save your marriage relationship transformation program but I do want to give you some insights in this podcast as well about those And finally, the question people always ask, well, how do I change my habits? It's very well to know what my habits should be and and how they should be different from what I'm doing now, but how do I change them? And particularly, how do I change them as quickly and easily as possible? So we're going to look at that as well, and I'll give you some some very uh, specific things you can do that will show you how to change your habits quickly. Okay, so... What is a habit? I mean, we, we all talk about habits and good habits, bad habits, but specifically, what is a habit? Well, a habit is something that we do on a continual basis without giving it any conscious thought. So it's something we do more than once, we repeat doing, but we don't really think about what we're doing. It just sort of happens. Now, habits can be good and habits can be bad. And, of course, habits are vital to our survival and our functioning as human beings. If we had to you know, think about, consciously about everything we did, we would do a lot less in our life 
and we'd also get very confused. For example, if you had to think, am I going to brush my teeth this morning? That's going to use up a lot of mental brain power thinking about things that you really don't need to think about on a continual basis. So that's what a habit is. And as I said, they're very important in our life because it's the little things that we do on a daily basis, on a regular basis, that determine what our life turns out to be like. So if you do, if you have good habits, I'll give you an example. Financial habits, if you're in the habit of spending more money than you earn, then you're going to end up in a very different place in five or ten years' time than if you were in the habit of saving money. An example is if, if you decide, no, I'm not going to buy a, a cappuccino every day and I'll save the five dollars and, and, and invest it. You're going to end up with a different result in a year. You're going to have some money in a bank account that you wouldn't have had. Whereas, as I said, if you spend more than you earn, you're going to end up in debt and with financial problems. So that's an example of why habits are so important. But what may, most people don't realize, we can see that when it comes to our finances. We can also see it when it comes to our health. You know, if you're in the habit of eating good food rather than bad food, and if you're in the habit of exercising rather than not exercising, you know that you're going to end up in a far better physical shape than you would otherwise. So we know this when it, we know the importance of habits when it comes to our finances and our health. But interestingly enough, what I found is that most people, particularly people who are having problems in their marriage or in their relationship, they've forgotten that one of the major determinants of their, their marriage or their relationship is the habits they have. And one of the things I do in my programs is I get people to look closely at the habits they have surrounding the relationship, and usually people are quite shocked. And they don't realize what they've been doing on a very gradual, regular basis that has created damage to their relationship, that has made things, you know, people say, oh, all of a sudden my marriage, I'm really surprised, it doesn't seem to be working. But if they look at their habits, and this is what I suggest perhaps you could do, and we'll, we'll get into a bit more detail later, but if you look at the habits that you have in your relationship, I'm sure you will see that they directly contribute to where your marriage is right now. So as I said earlier, habits are a good thing because it enables us to function and free up our conscious thinking for doing things that we enjoy and better things in our life and improving our life. But habits are also can be destructive. And that's these are the areas that we need to change if we want to improve our life. So I hope you can see the importance of your habits and the significance of them. That not only with your health, your finances, but with your marriage, with your relationships. Where you are right now is the net result of the habits that you have created and that you consistently use, which of course is what a habit is, to get you to where you are now. That's it. So let's look in detail at what some of the habits are that you could have, that you could develop, that are really going to make a significant difference to improving your relationship, your marriage. And I'll be pretty... I'd be pretty certain that probably most of these things are not habits that you currently have. In fact, you've probably got the opposite habit. 
So let's just look at, I've picked out four, I mean there are lots of habits obviously, and what I'd really encourage you to do is to go away and really think and observe the way you interact with your husband or your wife and say, say to yourself, what things do I do on a regular basis that I don't really think about but are just things that are habits with our relationship and are they helping or are they harming our relationship and if they're helping, how can I do more of it and if they're harming our relationship, how can I replace those habits with habits that aren't going to harm our relationship but are actually going to improve them and I'd also be willing to almost guarantee that if you're having troubles in your marriage that your bad habits if you like the ones that are more destructive to your relationship are probably much greater in number than the habits that are, that are going to improve your relationship so that's really worth thinking about and really doing a stock take on your like on your life if you like and on your habits and really thinking about what do I do without really thinking on a on a regular or even a continual basis that is not helping my situation and maybe as I go through these four that I've identified um, amongst the the number of habits good habits you could have but as I go through these four habits that I think are very powerful habits to improve your marriage you could think about how you could incorporate them into your marriage, your relationship. And just one thing about these habits, you'll know from, if you've listened to some of my previous podcasts or, or reading in my books, you know one of my big drivers on how, I've, how I use this information to help people is by observing the differences between people in great relationships, which is to be honest, unfortunately, a fairly small percentage. But people who have fantastic relationships, and the majority who have, well, shall we say, relationships that, or marriages that could be a lot better than they are. And one of the big things is not only the, the well, it is the habits that people have around their relationship. And these four habits that I've picked out are ones that people who are in great relationships have. And because they're a habit, they don't think about it. It's unconscious. This is just the way they operate in their marriage. So we'll look at these four, and then I'll show you how you can change your current habits to these habits. All right, well, the first habit of a great relationship that I think you need to really develop if you want to improve your marriage and, and save your marriage is you need to develop the habit of avoiding negativity. You know, Many people, and particularly when we've got problems in our relationship, what we tend to do is we focus on those problems. And we think, I just want to fix this problem. If I can fix this problem, everything will be right. But what happens is the more negativity that you have in your life, the more that you tend to develop. Because negativity is nothing more than a habit. It's what you focus on. And if you focus on your problems, if you focus on what is wrong, with your marriage, your relationship, or your life for that matter. And you know, these habits are things that are going to improve your life, just not your not just your marriage. But if you focus on those negative things and the problems, guess what's going to happen? You're just going to get more of them. Because you're in the habit of focusing on what's negative. So if you want to break that pattern, if you want to see more positive more positivity in your life, then you have to focus on the positivity. And this isn't just positive thinking or or new age quantum physics or anything like this is this is practical reality this is how it works and I really challenge you with all of these four habits that 
I'm going to share with you, but maybe particularly this one, is to just try it. Try it consistently. I'd say try it for a week, but if that's too long, just try it for a day and just see if, if uh, you don't think that I'm actually right here. But if you spend a day where you, where you develop the habit that you're going to avoid negativity, in other words, be, pos be positive, then you'll be amazed what happens. Because all of a sudden, you know, negativity can't feed on positivity. If you're refusing to be negative about things, then you simply will see the negativity dis go away, disappear out of your life. So what do I mean about avoiding negativity? Well, negativity comes in many forms. Firstly, in communication. You know, I talk to couples who, before they go on my programs, one of my programs, or both of the programs in fact, I talk to couples who often have never said a positive thing to each other in a long time. They spend their time focusing on their problems. And I see this particularly with with couples where one person wants to leave the marriage and the other doesn't. And the person who wants to save their marriage comes to me and says, you know, I'd really like to save my marriage. And I say to them, well, why does your spouse want to leave? And the real reason the spouse wants to leave is because they're not happy. And the reason they're not happy is because usually their relationship is filled with negativity. It's all about problems. This is also why people go off and have, an aff have affairs. It's to get away from the negativity and the problems of their current situation. It's an escape, if you like. So this is why you need to avoid all of that negativity. Just cut it out of your life. Just say, in my, my communication with my spouse today, or for the next week, but certainly for today, I'm just not going to say or communicate anything that's negative. And if I can't say something positive, I won't say anything at all. You know, you don't need to stay in a negative conversation. You can walk away from it. You can say, oh, sorry, I, uh, sorry I've got to go and watch some paint dry. <laughs> or you can go and do something else and just say to yourself, make this commitment to yourself that you are not going to get involved in negativity. Two other things to do to stop being negative and put more positivity in your life and again, I should make the point, I'm not talking about positive thinking. I'm not saying, you know, make things up that aren't true. But just take out the negativity. You don't need to replace it with a bouncing, fake positivity. You just need to get rid of the negative thinking. So another, the other two areas where you can get rid of negativity is, is your, not, firstly we talked about your communication with your spouse. But two other areas. The first one is your focus. I know you've probably got lots of things going wrong in your life, but you've got lots of things that are going right as well. And you have the choice, and it's a habit, of what you focus on. So focus on what's going right in your life. Every time you feel yourself with that dreaded feeling of, oh, you know, things aren't going well, just, just think, what could I be grateful for right now? Change your focus. Take, away, take it away from that negative something negative and just put it on something positive and this is what people who have great lives and great relationships do now that doesn't mean they don't have negative things happening but they don't choose to focus on them you have that choice you choose to focus on something that you could be grateful for that you're positive that you could feel positive about not negative negative. and another thing and this is a bit of an aside but it's incredibly powerful 
And I could spend a whole podcast talking about this. I could probably spend a whole podcast talking about all of these points. But I'm just trying to obviously uh, give you an idea here. But I'll just mention this. Try this for a day. Stop watching the news. Stop buying into the negativity that's going on around you in the world. And as I say, I could talk about why why you should do this because and I, your reaction is oh you have to stay informed and you you know what happens if something that goes wrong you don't know about believe me if something's important that you need to know about you'll find out about it because 99% of your friends they're all glued to the news aren't they on a continual basis so stop watching the news cut that negativity out of your life you don't need it and again just see what happens just try it for a day so that's the first important habit. Avoid negativity. Really really see how can I avoid negativity, negative feeling, negative emotion, negative thoughts. How can I just cut them out of my life and choose to be to, to not have them in my life? Okay, the second powerful habit to develop, these three here really, the next three, are specifically focused on your spouse, on your relationship whether it be your husband or your wife or your partner. So the second habit that you can really get into, and this is what people in great relationships do, is pay your spouse compliments. Now this is something you need to make a habit. And by a compliment, I'm not talking about just a false, oh, you look nice today, dear, or, or something that you just do without really thinking, but something that you genuinely feel. Pay them a compliment. And I don't mean just saying, I love you. You know, this is one of the things that people say, I've said to my wife every day for 50 years that I love her, and now she wants a divorce. I mean, when's she going to get the message, you know? <laughs> but um, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about paying them a compliment, saying something about them that we have noticed that is positive, again, about them, that we've noticed and we admire about them. So it might be something to do with how they look, obviously, but also their accomplishments, their skills, what they can do, what's good about them, things that you admire about them, and things that they might have done. So pay them a compliment and say, hey, look, I really admire the way you did that, or I was just thinking about how good you are at doing that, and I just you know, just thought I'd remind you, I think you're great at that, or that's a really a great thing you've done, something you've achieved, or something you're working towards. So pay them a compliment. You know, one way to get into the habit with this one is to set a little timer, one of those little, you know, kitchen timers, or even on your watch, and carry it around, and, and maybe you want to do it a, on a silent beep if you have one, but set it for once an hour, every hour, and when it beeps, go, oh, that's my reminder to pay them a compliment. And this is what people in great relationships and marriages do. They just pay their spouse a compliment because they are in the habit of seeing the positive things that their spouse does and is. So really think about that one. This is a, a really powerful habit that you can get into that once you do these things, they are going to make a major positive difference to your marriage and your relationship. All right, and the third habit, which sort of really develops a little bit from paying them a compliment, but with your spouse make some gesture of kindness toward the, towards them on a regular basis. When was the last time you asked them, you know, can I do something for you? Is there a way I can help? When was the last time you looked at them doing something, maybe in the kitchen or the garden or whatever, and you just 
help them to do it. You just picked up the tea towel or or dishcloth <clears throat> and just started doing it, or did did something for them instead of them doing it, not for any reason. You know, a lot of people when their marriage is in trouble, they start to do things for their spouse that they didn't do before. And of course, it doesn't make that much of a difference because their spouse, all they do is see them as putting in an effort now because things aren't going well. And then they think, well, as soon as things go well, they'll go back to their old self. So this is what, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about making it a habit where you just do things, not expecting any any uh, result back, not expecting them to to react positively. You just do it because you want to do something nice for them because it's a way of showing them that you appreciate them. So it's different from paying a compliment, it's where you actually do something to show your appreciation. Okay, and the fourth habit that you can develop, the fourth really powerful habit that you can and in fact you must develop if you want to not only save your marriage but make it much, much better than it is, is you need to make your spouse your husband or your wife, you need to make your spouse your top priority. And I've talked about this so many times in the past in other podcasts, but I'm amazed at the number of people who come to me with problems in their in their marriage or in their relationship, and they're not putting their spouse as a priority. For instance, I talk to people who who work in a different part of the country to where their wife lives or they go away on regular business trips or they they spend a lot of time apart they spend time maybe perhaps not on business perhaps on a hobby or a, an interest that they have but they spend a lot of but what that's really saying what this is all is really saying is my marriage my spouse is not my highest priority and of course you can see what happens if you spend more time away from your spouse a lot more time and you never see them how can you expect your marriage to be strong? How can you expect them to want to stay with you? So you've got to create a habit that whatever you do, whatever you consider doing, subconsciously, which is of course where a habit really resides, it becomes something you don't really think about, but out of habit you think, how's this going to affect my marriage? Is this going to improve my marriage or is it going to make it worse? And if it's going to make it worse, then you don't do it. All right. So you might say, "But I need to work in another state." No, you don't. You don't. I need to work away a lot. No, you don't. You know, you really don't. Sure, you might have to make some other sacrifices, but at the moment, if that's what you're doing, then what you're doing is sacrificing your marriage for your career, isn't it? Let's be honest here. So you need to say. I'm not going to sacrifice my marriage for anything. It's the most important thing to me. And if it is, and it should be, because it's going to have more of an impact on every other area of your life than anything else, so it really should be your highest priority. If it is, then you're going to make everything else have to fit in around that. And this just doesn't apply to career. It applies to your friends and your children. Do you spend more time with your children than you do with your spouse? Be honest here. <laughs> I know children are important, but your but your marriage is the most important thing. And ironically, when children see their parents spending more time together, they're happier and the family unit is much stronger as well. So there are four things that you can really do. These are four habits that if you develop, I guarantee, if you just did this for one day, 
these four habits, you're going to see a dramatic improvement in your marriage, no matter where it is at the moment. Remember, so just to recap, the four things are avoid negativity. Just agree to cut that out of your life. Pay your wife or your husband compliments on a regular basis, not just once a year on their birthday. (laughs) The third one, make some gestures of kindness and appreciation towards your spouse. Unsolicited, unasked for, just spontaneous. And the fourth thing, make your marriage and your spouse your number one priority. Now, as I said, these are all characteristics or habits, if you like, of people in great relationships. So if you want a great relationship, and if you want to save your marriage, if you want to make it better than it is, then you can and must incorporate these habits. Okay, now... The last thing I want to talk about is how do you change your habits because you might be thinking, well, that's all very well. And yes, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to do these things and and then after about half an hour or an hour, you, f- you forget them and, and you're back to square one. And of course, this is what happens with the New Year's resolutions, isn't it? They're often things we say are going to be our new habits, but we get caught up. And it's because we don't know how to create habits. We know what we want, we know what we should do, and but we don't do them. In fact, I think one of the biggest problems that we have is not knowing what to, it's not not knowing what to do. We do know what to do, but we don't know why we're not doing them. So here are a couple of ideas on how you can change your habits quickly and easily, as quickly and easily as I know how anyway. The first thing is you need to understand how important this habit is. So if you decide, right, I'm going to change my habit at the moment For instance, I'm quite negative. I'm going to change that habit. I'm going to cut out all negativity from my life as much as I can. How am I going to do that? Well, the reason is, or the first thing you need to do, rather, is you need to understand how important it is to avoid negativity, to have how important it is to have this new habit. And, in fact, the reason you have your current habit is because you see there's more benefit in having that habit than in not having it and then in having the opposite. So what you need to do is to understand how important this new habit is and all of the benefits that you're going to have if you have this new habit rather than the old habit. So what I suggest here is take one, say avoid negativity, and write down a list of all of the benefits that you're going to have if you can actually cut negativity out of your life. And you need to make as long a list as possible. And think And they could be things like, well, if you don't have negativity in your life, you're going to feel better, you're going to be healthier, you're going to look better. People are going to want to be around you more often. Your husband or your wife is going to want to be around you more often. You're going to attract more positive and interesting people into your life. You're going to enjoy life more. There's going to be more fun. So the list could go on and on and on. So you need to make as long a list as possible of all of the benefits of having that new habit. Because what that's going to do is that's going to get you excited and motivated and create a switch in your brain to say, that's the habit I should have. And really work on that. Create as long a list as as you possibly can. And the second thing you need to do is you need to practice. Now you do need to put in a bit of conscious effort. And that's why, you know, earlier I mentioned about using a timer so that every hour the alarm goes off to remind you to do something that is in your new habit. 
And there's a very good book called Psycho-Cybernetics, a very old book, but in it, the author Maxwell Maltz, he relates that habits normally take about 21 days to develop. So you need to do something consciously for 21 days before it will then become an unconscious habit. Now, actually, I think if you do what I suggested, where you start, where you really give yourself as many positive reasons as to why you should have this new habit, then it needn't take 21 days. But it is going to take some conscious repetition, if you like, to really get this habit embedded in your life. But it is so going to be worth it. So it might take you a day. And, you know, the other thing is you might slip up occasionally. Don't beat yourself up. Just get back up on the on the saddle and get back in developing that positive habit once again. And gradually you'll see, and, and quite quickly you'll see, your old habit replaced by your new habit. And more importantly, what you're going to see is you're going to see the benefits. You're going to see the changes in your life. Because if you want change in your life in any area, in your relationships as well as your finances, your health, your happiness, in any area of your life, if you want change, you have to do something different. And this is at the core of my marriage programs, is showing people what they need to do that's different. But you can't as Einstein said, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, in other words, the same habit, and expecting something different. So you need to develop new habits. But the great thing is when you do, you're going to see some dramatic changes, not only in your marriage, but in your life in general. So I'm sure if you just take on board the four habits we've talked about, and think about any other habits that you could change, and really start to be aware of what habits you have, are they helping you in your life, or are they hindering you? And then make some moves to change it. If you do that, you're going to see some really dramatic and positive things start happening in your life. So I hope I've convinced you in this podcast of the power that habits have to save and strengthen your marriage, and to give you as great and as happy a life as possible. I hope this information has been useful. If you'd like to learn more, please go to my website, liamnaden.com. And if your marriage really is in trouble, if you really would like some guidance on how to get things back on track, create the marriage you really want to have, please look at both of my programs. I have a seven-day Stop Your Divorce program. It's a seven-day structured program that will really help you get, get things away from the divorce arena and back onto a, a level playing field in your marriage. We'll stop that happening. And I have a 30-day relationship transformation program, which goes into much more detail about how you can really rebuild the connection, the communication, the intimacy, and all of those things that are important, all of the components in a great marriage. So please check those out. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for being a subscriber. And I look forward to talking to you again soon. Bye for now.